Good evening and welcome to episode 24 of 90s A New. I am one of your hosts, Studio, and we have my co-host with me as always. Tino in the building, y'all. What's good? What's up? Tino, how you, you doing today? You starting out frozen. Is this how we rolling today? You was just, you I went know. to talk to you. You were just like. Oh, yeah. See, you know, we, we practicing my Matrix vibe okay, for this okay, one. So okay. we're going to be a little bit, you know. But, okay. you know, we, we yeah, it's just, you know, okay. a little bit of After Effects. That's all. Oh, I didn't. I didn't know. I see. I'm a little bit orange today. I do have a little bit of tan, but not that much. I'm. I got the little bit of an orange vibe on my. Yeah, my... you do got that that orange attire on today. Yeah, you seem to have low, a little low, bit. Low, I didn't get that much of tan, but so we a little different <laughs> today. I had to, you know, put on my little cheap light today. So we gonna roll with the little cheap cheap light today. Anyhow, we hope all of y'all are doing very well on this evening. We are here for another episode of Talking '90s TV. If this is your first time joining us we stream weekly on youtube and you can also catch the replays on our youtube channel as well as the audio versions if you're on the go wherever you find podcasts we're pretty much on there so you can find us either version i keep looking at myself because i'm super super duper orange today that's that's just <laughs> it's just i'm feeling oopa you, you just got that trump effect that, that trump color I'm just going to need to adjust that at some point. Um, I don't know if I can stare at it. Tino, other than that, you good before we jump into these shows? Yeah, I'm, I'm good. I had a pretty good weekend. Uh, nothing much going on. I'll say that the, the boys just won. The, the other L.A. dogs, not the disappointing L.A. dogs. What, the other um, ones. Man. The other Clippers. ones have been kind of disappointing to me in the past, so it's tough for me to hope. And yeah, uh, we, see, that's last season. We don't really got to talk about the failure they were of, you know, last season. They, as long as they redeem themselves this season, I'm happy. I hope that they but do. Yeah, but Ka- Kawhi and the Clippers, they got the dub. I'm not really a Clippers fan, but I'm a fan of Kawhi, so I'm glad to see that. But yeah, pretty cool. I, I, I ain't mad at that. So if you guys are watching the live stream, you're wondering why we streamed an hour later today. So, you know, we figured some folks are watching the playoffs. I already had, you know, pretty much the things I want to enjoy in the playoffs. I wanted the Warriors to get in. They did not. So that was over. And then mm. because people talk so much junk who are Lakers fans, I also wanted the Lakers to go down. If you could not tell. And, dare you. You know, that happened. And so those two things happened. I mean, now, yeah, I've watched here and there, but not as much as before. If I had to pick somebody, I hope the Clippers win. Um, but yeah, I'm just not as invested in it. Other than that, Tino, I see you got Martin up yeah. there. Oh my goodness. Yeah. We got to talk about them shoes today, but we'll, we'll get to that later. Um, Cause I saw these in a different color way, as you would say, but we'll talk about that later. Well, you can go ahead and jump back to Martin because I turned to the Martin page. Oh, you want to do Martin? Trying to throw, off. throw me off here. <laughs> you got to get organized. Trying to, Come trying on. to throw me off a little bit here, but I, I jump right with you into the Martin page. We're still in season one of Martin. If this is your first time joining us, as I said, welcome. And we talk about 90s TV, other 90s things, and lots of other random things like shoe corner and all type of stuff like that. Like why, you know, my color is off on the screen today or why tino's frozen or all types of hood things like <laughs> but let's jump into martin season one episode nine and ten tino i think we're finally back on track this week are we with so did you so did you figure out what happened last week with... i didn't i just took your word for it and then i made sure that i got back uh, the right ones for this week i think for all four studio I... over here skipping seasons y'all that's what it is well, you did the same thing, and you put us in, like, See, season 27 of Family Matters, so we both well, jammed gotta, that up. Well, I'm going to talk about my mess-ups now. Well, come I'm on, just saying. Come on, we, I was trying no. to say I think all four of them are correct this week. I guess we're going to find out, but I think I think I got us 
all four. We'll see if we watch the same ones real shortly. Okay. So episode nine, theoretically, for Martin, is Baby It's Cold in here. Cold spell C-O-L-E um, <laughs> dash D because it was all about cold. But before we get into the episode episode, sometimes, if y'all remember, Martin opens his episodes with a little bit of his stand-up kind of joke comedy yeah. thing. And in this particular episode, he was saying how, you know, he would go to the end of the world for his woman. He would die for her. He would do all these things. The only thing he does not allow is for her to eat off her plate eat off his plate and if she eat off his plate again it's gonna be a discrepancy as bernie mac would say uh they do that a lot in shows like the ladies always like i don't want nothing and then they want all your food i don't know if that's a real thing because me i even if i don't want something i want something like tino the other day (laughs) the other day when you was at chick-fil-a I wasn't really hungry, but just in case I was slightly hungry, I'm like, well, just give me the wife waffle fries and just give me, you know, cause right. I, I'm not, I maybe I'm a little different. Like, cause I'm be like, just bring me some Skittles or, you know, but you said right. that is true in your experience. Right. It, it is. And not even only in relationships, just like with some people in general, you like, you want anything? They're like, nah, I don't want anything. I don't want it. And then like, like, Hey, let me get a fry. You like, <laughs> Didn't I just? Yeah. I just asked you if you want it. it. The thing is, and when you're in a relationship, it's like you can't say no. No. So it just makes you upset. <laughs> so it's just kind of. But yeah, I, I think that's definitely that's a, that's a valid point. Okay. Yeah. See, for me, I'm just like, nah. I'm gonna I'm get a little bit of just in case stuff, especially if I think like the you, other person gonna get something. Like if they gonna right. get something, or if I'm super full, right. I, like you, or something. Look, like you said. I don't even got to be hungry, but by you eating something, it might make me want some. So let me just go ahead and take you up on that offer. A little snack. <laughs> let me just get a little snacky snack. Or if I First just, the worst, just I ate, eat it later. then maybe not. But, you know, other than that, most, I would say in at least 80% of cases, I'd be like, yeah, just give me like some little, some, some small, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, anyhow, so I thought that was funny opening. I do believe they put that in a lot of the shows and movies. So I guess it is somewhat true and i had to think about it i may have done it before but i don't know usually i'm the person like yeah go ahead and bring me a little something so i appreciate it thank you uh as y'all know when y'all see tino bringing cheesecakes and all type of things things <laughs> things like that that i don't need to eat but anywho I'm a great influence, y'all. <laughs> this episode was mostly about cole as we know cole is still living with his mama um at this point which wouldn't be that that big of an issue i guess but cole like do cold stuff and he had i think this is our introduction to big shirley for the first time uh i think they changed her character over time but right now she works with him at the airport um and security i think so she's kind of fake tsa probably um and he bring big shirley to you know where he's staying at his mom's house and his mama like uh cole nah we can't have it and cole got a problem with that uh but cole pay rent his mama house so he like i should be able to do what i want I'm starting to wonder if, cause Tommy and Cole, let's just say this, Tommy and Tommy and uh, Martin, I mean, no Cole. So I'm starting to wonder if they're his actual friends because they tell him what to do in the situation regarding his mama. They do it. They, they begin, and they probably continue this throughout like all of Martin, but they just give the worst advice to each other as a whole. Absolutely it's like, worse. It's like you know Cole, mom. You know how this gonna work out. It is, and you know Cole. Like, not only do you know, yeah, it's almost like, you know, they forgot that 
Cole's mama was his mama and Cole was Cole. Because they could do that with each other, Martin and Tommy. And, you know, they smart enough to figure it out. Cole is yeah, Cole. It is. I remember when they was having like that uh, that group conversation. Cole was like, yeah, who do mom think she is? I clean my room. I brush my teeth. I make I make my bed. <laughs> like, I know, Cole, you a grown man. I know you're not sitting here naming right. off stuff you should commonly do. While your boy's in the background hyping you up. Like, yeah, hyping brush you your teeth. Uh, and then they took I'm it like a step this. further. They not only hype him up, they like, oh, basically, you need to tell your mama off. Like, you don't forget cold black also and not to stereotype but certain <laughs> households it's just certain stuff that you in most situations are not going to be able to get away with number one is telling your mom <laughs> off in any way yeah. shape or form um and they really didn't like kind of just have him stand up for himself they pushed it to the extreme like get out and go make me a sandwich i think was the end of it get out yeah, and I go make was, us i a think sandwich. that was the line yep <laughs> like how y'all thought that was going this is cold so Cole went and tried that, if y'all don't remember this episode. He tried it, and I'm guessing pretty much everybody can guess how that turned out um, when Cole tried that on his mama. Cole showed up to Martin's house with his bags. Funny side note, what Gina and Martin were doing when they got there. Tino, I, I asked you about these at some point. I can't remember if you said you had ever used them. Super soakers? Water yeah. guns. Did you say you used super soakers before? Or they were still around I think the I had, time yeah. you came up? Gina had the real deal one with you was balling if you had the real deal one that Gina had with the backpack and the two tanks that you could fill up with water and you just come through like shh. That reminds me of uh, the Spongebob episode where he had the backpack with the leaf blower. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) But yeah, they were having a water. I'm not sure why they were having a water gun fight in the house. Per se, that doesn't really seem like the place for a water gun fight. But when Cole shows up at the door, Martin and Gina are having a all-out water gun fight inside the apartment. Um, don't try that at home. And Cole is looking to move in because he clearly got kicked out of his mama's house. And he like, Martin, I did what you told me to do. And Martin is like, I'm just playing. This is Cole. Cole doesn't know the difference of when you're playing. And when y'all seem very serious, actually, when they did it. Yeah, there's that. They seem serious too. Like it's cold. Like what he gonna run with whatever you say, not knowing if you being sarcastic or what. <laughs> and they should know this at that at this point in the relationship. Clearly, um, they they don't or they're not his mm. friends sometimes because. Mm. Anyhow, as happens on virtually every sitcom, you have a friend or someone who has to move in because of some situation. And y'all know that just never works. Whether they're good friends, acquaintances, the friend is going to have some quirk and they're going to get on the nerves of the person that they have to move in with. And that's pretty much what happened with Cole and very quickly. And Gina wasn't feeling it either. He listening in on like they quiet quiet time i mean it's just he turning the movie off they trying to see the end of the movie and he's ruining that he's doing stuff they they got a small apartment from the jump if you think about it like one bed it's like it's like five steps it's like it's like you walk in living room boom kitchen boom room but like unless you're in the bathroom or martin's room like you gonna see each other no matter what so it's like to have three people living in there one person i guess that's like, come on. <laughs> That's very small. And Gina was like, I'm not even going home because at this point she has her own apartment. She's like, nah. 
yeah. we're just gonna all be here together like even with Coder, she still didn't go home to her yeah apartment. oh yeah that's that's a valid point yeah because they weren't living together at this point so nah what made me think of that when you said how small his apartment is hers is actually bigger because i think she's got that other hers, yeah room you can go off hers is a lot room. bigger because you got an area then you two sets of rooms as i freeze that they don't even show on camera yeah she 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 kind of got a bigger thing so yeah no that I, doesn't really what you say Tino? that brings up uh i was gonna say that brings up another uh past thing we talked about of how gina makes more money <laughs> oh yeah yeah <laughs> that should have been an indication to martin that gina made more money than him before he heard that she did because that's a good point i never thought about the difference in their um apartment sizes but hers is sizably larger so, anywho, yeah. that becomes a, a big situation because Gina's like, no, I'm going to stay here with Martin, too, and we all going to stay together, and that doesn't really um, work out. Cole is getting on their nerves, and they're like, we got to get rid of this dude. So, finally, it comes to a head, and Martin and Cole, Martin kind of tell Cole the truth, finally. Like, bruh, you need to grow up, which he told him pretty much the same thing his mom was trying to tell him in different words. Maybe he heard it a little better because it came from his friend. Um, maybe. I don't know. But her, uh, yeah. So Gina did the other thing. She called Cole's mom and didn't tell him. Mm. But she was just trying to get him out of there. I think at that point. Now um, that say calling the mom, now that's a little messed up. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, Martin had told Cole, I think, what he needed to hear. Is he like you acting just like my mama? I mean, Cole's kind of yeah. wasn't even the issue that he stayed at home. But he was super mature. I mean, super immature. Um still staying at home he his mindset was super immature still staying at home but his mom was cool she came in like hey so you gonna say you sorry i mean when you gonna apologize and she was cool like she was nice to him which was shocking because cold mama yeah. you would think um would have went off the second time uh big shirley came over so we got to see big shirley i think that's what really bought it uh the issue to a head at martin's house i think big shirley cole bought big shirley to martin's house Oh, no, he threw a party. That's what happened. He threw an actual party at Martin's house. So when Martin and Gina came back home, there was a whole party happening oh, yeah. in Martin's apartment. I forgot. <laughs> that was what finally like, caused the issue. You might get at my house. And it, you know, uh, when me and my lady go out? Full party. <laughs> Full party. And then you still tried to kick it with Big Shirley and wherever y'all was at in the room or wherever y'all was, like, you need your own spot, bro. This, this situation so that's what finally made them get into a fight i couldn't remember um but it worked out so, in the end gina called cole's mom cole came to the realization that i do need to grow up and he apologized to his mom and she was she was cool and he's like yeah i probably need to look into getting my own place and she's like you cool to stay with me till you do that da, 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 da. all all's well that ends well um and that was pretty much baby it's cold in here anything else from that episode tino that you think of uh no I think think that was think that was it but my this the stream don't seem to be liking me this time so give me like a twenty seconds okay so in the meantime I'm gonna move on to the next episode Tino's gonna exit out and come on back in but the next episode of Martin season one was episode ten episode ten was entitled the night he came home. The night he came home. The night he came home was another one of those holiday episodes. This was basically a Halloween-themed or a Halloween-based episode and everything that happened on the night he came home. I don't, 
I don't know if that night he came home was based on the story they told. I don't know. But anyways, if y'all don't remember this episode, it was based around Halloween. And basically they were arguing over who gets scared the easiest. And of course, Martin is like, nothing scares me. So pretty much from there, they got into a whole bunch of stuff that I just don't do. Tino, you, <laughs> you, you, you back with us. You back with us, yeah. Tino. Yeah, I'm back with you. I'm back with you. You said you ain't you ain't doing none of the you ain't messing with the Ouija board or none of the it's a little bit of, of this the calling this, of the spirits. This episode became a little problematic. I'm like, uh, y'all <laughs> joking and stuff, but it's some jokes. Yeah, I mm, nah, they they pulled out the whole board. She's chanting, let's do the chanting and the Ouija board and the spirits. Then they start out with the story about they had told Martin uh what the man, old man Ackerman had died in his apartment or something like that. Or some Martin like oh, I don't care. Then they gonna like, why did they? Ha- I don't even remember why they had. I mean, I know they were trying to trick Martin, but the basis of why they needed the Ouija board. How did they get that into it? And and Pam was just way too into her character. Tommy's uh part was just weird where he had to play the things to get out his tongue. And I mean, Sean. Yeah. <laughs> Tommy's part was wild. Yeah, I'm like, they probably had to shoot that take over and over again. And he's just spitting everywhere. So he played the part. But I was like, okay, y'all doing a lot of chanting and the calling of spirits and playing with the Ouija board. And here's where I, I got to I gotta exit um, somewhere in that whole section right there. I, I just got to, I just got to exit. I'm like, mm, I don't. I don't know. So it was it was it was weird. It was a funny, hilarious episode, but I thought it was super weird. I was so they say, yeah, that. I, I think the episode was funny. Yeah, I, I like that episode. Yeah, funny. I think it was super hilarious from beginning to end. But yeah, so many paths that I'm just not willing to walk down. But it was super hilarious. They had I'm gonna say this. Sean's not just a phenomenal uh, radio engineer with like music and sound and adjustments. Clearly, he's just a general engineer, <laughs> like mechanical say, yeah, engineer, yeah, just like electrical engineer. He work for movie sets. Yeah, because this dude, I mean, that was impressive. He had the vase fly from one side of the room, smash against the wall. He had the blinds go up and down. The cabinets open and close, open and close, with dishes flying out. Like Sean is. A next level engineer, and I, I understand. That dude. I understand radio engineers are a little. I mean, uh, like musical engineers are a little different than other types of engineers. But clearly, he does all those things together. So <laughs> that was funny. But I was like, he's oh, like yeah. the uh, he's like the Rachel, the Rachel of uh, the Martin series. Yeah, yeah. He uh, he 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 pulled it off. He gets the MVP for that. Martin was clearly scared. Um, I'm trying to think of what, number one, I wouldn't have been in that situation. Cause the minute they pulled out that Ouija board, I would have been out, but I'm trying to yeah, think. Now that's, that's one thing I would not like, nah, I would not play Ouija board. I don't care if it's a party group <laughs> of friends. This is a joke. I'm straight. Like, nah, I ain't even going to watch y'all play it. Like, right. Right. This is this... up in an hour. Actually, I ain't even come back to the house. Why? I'll, I'll be back in a week, week later. Like. <laughs> Yeah, week later, I, when y'all brush your spirits out, we can talk. But today, I'm, I'm, I'm straight. <laughs> I'm good. And then Pam was real good at it. She just knew how to do it. She's she like, was. oh, let's do these chants. Like, let's do all, we got to do all the chants. And I'm like, uh, yeah, y'all go ahead. And, uh, I'm going to just go ahead and, you know, do the thing. 
I was like, no, there was just too much. Even at the scary yeah, stories, I was like, okay, we telling scary stories. I got you, I got you. But then they just kept going deeper and deeper into the abyss, and I'm just like, mm, that little uh, tip tip finger you be having in church, I would have just had to put a <laughs> tip finger and be out. Or that little yeah, um, we- emoji or meme where Homer Simpson backs into them bushes. I would have had to be either one of them <laughs> in that situation. But putting all that aside, say you're in, that's kind of hard to do, but say you're in a situation similar to that uh, where the door locks and you're in a room and things are happening. What's next? Because they kind of start splitting up and stuff and... I'm gonna pray. I'm just gonna sit where I'm standing, and I'm gonna. I'm just gonna pray that, like, I ain't going in no dark room. I ain't hiding in no bathroom by myself. I'm staying by the most people I can. I'ma just pray. I'm just sit there. Ain't nothing else you can do. I ain't trying to box no ghosts. Yeah, I ain't. they did try the box because Carl was. I'm Carl. Uh, uh, Cole was getting beat up by the ghost, and then Martin's gonna start trying to fight the invisible ghost. Apparently, and he starts choking Cole out. I guess so. They try boxing, a little bit of running, I think. Um, yeah. Then uh, Tommy, you know, starts doing the thing. What I'm trying to figure out is how they got out that room so fast. Where they made uh, Cole and Gina and Pam disappear. Cole was oh, laid in front off, of the couch. Going, going. Yeah, it was like super fast. Like he was laid laying in front of the couch. Gina and Pam standing on the side. Like where y'all run that fast? Y'all ran to Martin's room that fast, and he <laughs> hear y'all run. So yeah, but that was a, I thought that was a totally hilarious um, episode. But just so many yeah, things we, that I would not be fooling with. We uh saw a new character too. Oh yeah, yeah. was it Wasco? <laughs> Oh, Wasco. we saw two of them in these episodes, I think. Who's the other Oh, one? no, they showed the other one before. I forgot. King Beef, they showed in one other episode. And, uh, but yeah, yeah the we kid. saw Wasco. <laughs> the kid who was really just Martin on his knees. <laughs> yeah, with always the runny nose. I'm just like, Why? Yeah, that's like one of one of 20, 20 characters that Martin plays. Yeah, they did introduce him, too. So, yeah, these were pretty funny episodes. But and then, oh, at the end, they had... Uh, I guess the actual Ackerman, Mr. Ackerman or whoever, he's the ghost and he came and Gina and Pam was, you know, having a little sooky sooky time and it looked like he was going to go after him. Uh, he's like, no, nah, you're good. Gina. Huh? I mean, Gina, Gina and uh, Gina and Martin. I'm sorry, Gina and Martin. <laughs> so many things happening. Gina and Martin. He didn't even mess with him. He's just like, oh, let me help y'all. I'm going to just turn off the lights for y'all. Yeah, and he oops. jetted up. He's friendly. Casper the friendly ghost. As I said... I ain't fooling with none of that stuff. I'm with Tino. I'm just gonna go pray over there. I'm gonna go pray yeah, that, and lay hands. Funny. And they cut the, they cut the episode off with Martin and Gina screaming after the lights went out. Yeah, that's that's just it was it was it was it was a whole lot. But those were pretty um, hilarious. The Halloween episode and then um, Baby is Cold in here. Anything else from Martin for this week? Uh, no, I think that's everything. It's just, I'm just glad that we got the right episodes. Yeah, so <laughs> those right. you watch those same ones, right? Yeah, <laughs> we both watched the same ones finally, so I think we both back on the same page, y'all. So we finally got it together. Forgive us, we finally caught up. It was two weeks of chaos, three weeks of chaos. So I think we got it now. So with that, we are on to season two of Family Matters. That is episode twenty and episode twenty-one. Episode twenty was entitled 
fight the good fight. This one was a little more serious uh, this week for sure. Some more, I'd say, mature content or mature uh, serious subject matter on family this matters. This episode caught me off guard, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't remember it, but I kind of saw where it was going um, early on. It, it started out with Black History Month. Laura's super excited about Black History Month because I know this was my experience in school. Usually American history was there wasn't very much black history in American history. Um, you really only learned that a lot of the inventions out here were invented by African-Americans, but you really didn't learn that except for in Black History Month. So Laura was pushing like, hey, why can't we have, you know, a class of black history? So she started a petition. Go ahead. I was going to say, and the crazy thing is, like the stuff she was pushing for, like this was in the 90s and school is still like this, like to this day, where it's oh. still like, like, or at least when I was in school, it was still, which was like three years ago, yeah. which was still, uh, you learn, you know, white history or anything other than black history for the entire year. Then you have one month of black history, which yeah. is during black history month. Right. Yeah. So she noticed that and she was pushing like, hey, there's a lot of good information. This is everybody's history, you know, not just for African-Americans. This is good right. information for everybody to learn. And she was pushing. Um, She's like, hey, I'm going to start a petition. Her dad actually encouraged her. She, He's like, if you feel that strongly about it, you should do something about it. And she's like, yeah, I'll do something about it. She starts a petition. Her teacher, um, who was actually Caucasian, she was super jazzed. The history teacher, she's like, Lord, that's a great idea. I'm going to be the first one to sign. Um, and people get excited about it, excited about the petition. It seems like everybody's getting super excited about it, but then it's where the episode turns and gets super serious. Uh, Laura goes to her locker. And I know I've heard this, you know, you often get introduced to racism in school or <laughs> very young. Um, I know I used to always hear it in school. People would say, go back to Africa. That was a very popular one. Well, I guess this is 90s. So, yeah, I would have come up during that time. I wish I would hear someone say that. In, <laughs> oh, yeah. In elementary, when I was in elementary school. Yeah, it probably was much wilder back then compared to like now. Oh, yeah. Not as what, what in terms of what people are comfortable yeah. of saying in front of other people. And it was more when people were younger. You get to a certain age and you realize it may be a little more. <laughs> right. You might not want to say certain things, but especially when um, people are younger. I believe the first time I had someone call me the N word, it was a little kid, like a little, little kid. Not little, oh. little. Yeah, but it was like a younger kid. So when people were younger, they definitely felt um, more empowered. And the mom was like, uh, what's the big deal? He's just a kid. Well, somebody taught him that. And lady. Right. He's not just like, probably he just did not pull a word out of thin air. Just, oh, maybe right. I should say this one day. Or maybe you should say, hey, little Timmy, this is not a word we should use. Instead right. of what's the big deal? He's just a kid. Anyhow, memories, memories. But anyhow, Laura goes to her locker. She's super excited about the petition. It's doing great. And then someone has spray painted the N-word across her locker and had a note, I think, that said, if you want black history class, go back to Africa. So that is where the episode yeah, took a serious that's what the note said. And turn. then she said... And she shuts the locker. It's just the hard R just written across hard the locker. R. I was like, oh, okay. Hard R. I mean, that, was... that, the note was one thing, but when she shut the locker, that caught me off guard. I think you don't even see stuff like that on TV nowadays. And here's the thing. Yeah, they, they broke it in with the note, and that already kind of put you there. And then the locker closing just kind of took it over the top. 
and suddenly we realized that this was going to be a very uh, learning teaching episode, um, which got very sad. And obviously Laura was very hurt because she's a high school kid and she's trying to do something good. And the problem was now that the whole school was fighting at this point. So she's trying to start something good. Yeah, but now everybody's <laughs> at each other. She said the black kids won't talk to the white kids. The yeah. white kids won't talk to black kids they at lunch about to fight each other i'm like okay this escalated very fast it did and and you find incidents like that can you know bring to the surface a lot of things that are already there i mean which i think we even found that out you know with our country recently but it just kind of brings up a lot of stuff to just floating there so she's crying because she's like i wish i would never have bought this up as a topic because it definitely wasn't her goal to bring division or to get everybody fighting but Mother Winslow, and that's what I appreciate. And I'm learning as I get older. I don't think I really valued elders the way that I am beginning to value older people and elders now. They have a lot of wisdom just from living life and from experience. And Mother Winslow shared her story about how she went to the library and went to the library and went to the library and went to the library because at first because she was black she could not get in the library but one day she decided to go in and then she could not check out books because she was black but she did not give up she kept going and going and going and going and going and going 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 as much as it hurt i think she even said somebody like spit at her and all these different racist things were happening but she didn't give up because there was something that she saw and she believed the message that she had for her granddaughter was don't give up because one person can make a difference even when it's hard, which was an excellent message. Laura took that. Yeah, she said she, said she went for six months straight. And then wow. uh, finally, on, that, on one of the days, the, the same man who kicked her out that first day uh, shook his head and gave her a library card. And that's so perseverance. Much, yeah. To get basically say the door shut in your face for six months straight. You know what I mean? And people talking at you, down to you, spitting at you. People, I don't know, that's just a whole different time, like, where people had to deal with things. When I'm watching movies and things like that, I'm like, man, they had an incredible internal strength that I wonder if we have as much today. I see glimpses of it, but I'm like, people who came before us definitely had different level of internal strength because it does it takes something to know when you're gonna it's one thing to know and think you might get a yes but know when you're going to get a no every single day and you're going to face racism and expecting that but you're yeah. still going still putting right. in time still putting in effort yeah that's a whole different thing so that story inspired laura and she didn't give up and her and her friends they looked up all the different not all of them but a lot of the different african-american inventors and they put the posters up throughout the uh lunchroom the principal who's also a minority, but he's like, nah, there's too much happening in this school. Nah. Uh, I can't remember if he was Korean or... He was he... Asian or Korean, something like that, but he just came he was like, no, you will not add fuel to my fire. He's <laughs> like, like, no. He wanted he no like, parts. You ain't gonna try to fight at all? He's just like... No, I, he's like, I want no parts of this. I don't care if I'm the principal. <laughs> he's like, like, okay. Everybody just stop doing everything. I just, I just... He was a weird... He was a weird character. I wonder if they purposely made him like a minority so that that wouldn't seem like racist in a different way. 
mm-hmm. to be like, I don't know. I just thought it was so funny because he was just like, I want no parts of this. I'm not going to help the students. I just don't want them to fight. Y'all figure it out. Just not at school, um, which was funny. The other thing I thought was funny and bought, I don't think this was meant to be funny because it was actually a really serious statement. Carl said, what are they teaching down there at that school? The three R's? He said, reading, writing, and racism. Reading, I got the R. Racism, I got the R. I guess there is an R in writing. However, it starts with a W. Uh, <laughs> man. I didn't even notice that. I looked right over that. I looked right over that. I'm like, I it sounds like an R. For the reading and writing part. Reading, writing, racism. The R sounds are there. Uh, but So that was the other part that uh, was a I little... Found- I found something. It wasn't really funny, but it made me laugh a little bit when uh the kids were reading the posters and the okay. the white kid was like, "Oh, I forgot the guy's name." He was like, "Oh, oh no." He said, "I didn't know there was this many black inventors." Black oh. kid goes, "Me either." <laughs> like, okay, <laughs> that was very kind of staged, cheesy. You could tell they were trying so hard to make it uh, nice and cool at the end. But yeah, that was funny. And then the other thing I thought was funny was uh. When Carl was trying to fix this vacuum this whole time uh, no, this has happened, there was a part where he made it, like, explode the second time. Little Richie, I believe it was Little Richie's voice, he's coughing. But if you look at his face, he's not coughing. So clearly, <laughs> they went in and put his audio of him coughing in afterwards. And they thought he was going to be covered enough by smoke that you wouldn't see that he's not coughing. He's just like... And you can clearly see that he's not coughing at all in the background because he's waiting to say his line. I thought that was funny, too. I'm like, yep, that's an audio ad in post. That, that stuff, nothing but a videographer would catch. They added I didn't even in. notice. They added that in post, y'all. They added that in post. But it was a good episode. A serious, uh, serious topic episode. The other thing we learned in this episode is Steve Urkel can hoop a little bit. <laughs> which we'll find out later. But he... The guys had the ball. He took the ball. They like, oh, okay. He took a spent it on his finger. I'm like, all right, Steve. So Steve. He got, he got a little bit of game. Yeah, they foreshadowed a little bit that Steve could hoop because I think later in in later seasons, um, he does hoop a lot more or a lot better. So that was pretty much that episode. Super serious episode, but I thought it was a really good episode. Um, talking all about Black history and racism. Um, so good stuff. Um, the other episode of Family Matters was Family Matters episode 21. It was entitled Taking Credit. Welcome, Larry, and welcome, um, Confess 1K. Thank you both for joining us. Larry said, LOL, me either, Tito. I don't know what that <laughs> comment refers to. Do you remember? He was, uh, what was talking about? That's what I'm trying to remember, what that, uh, what that comment was referencing. I don't know. I forgot. So, Larry, you might have to remind us, but welcome to you both. Thank you for joining us welcome, on the stream. Welcome. Yeah, uh, but episode 21 was entitled Taking Credit, and it was all about... See, Tino, I think this episode was for you. All about... The smoke. Oh, oh, oh yeah. he didn't how, notice how the smoke no and really the cough. Gotcha. That stuff okay, like, gotcha. you know, yeah. The smoke and the cough, that makes sense. Yeah, see, if you watch, start watching for it, sometimes you'll notice it more in movies and TV shows, just random stuff that you don't expect to be in there. But that one was hilarious to me because I was like, that cough is so loud and he's not coughing. But anywho, taking credit. Tino, I think this episode was targeted at you. When to take credit mm. and when not to take credit. Because I see that you have no problem taking credit for things ever at all. 
So I was just thinking. Who are you talking about? I was just thinking it was this was a personalized Tino Family Matters episode. I thought uh, the opening joke was funny. Do you remember the opening joke with Mother Winslow telling Harriet? I don't remember the exact joke, but I remember the punchline. Um, I don't. Okay, well, I won't even go to the joke, but it was funny. And the punchline was, um, why can't you be good for nothing? Um, oh, I think she said something like, I'll give you $2. Or no, kid, she told the kid, can you be good? And um, the kid was like, I'll be good if you give me $4. And then the mom's <laughs> like, why can't you be good for nothing like your father? <laughs> Knee slapping good time. Anywho, so funny opening joke. Uh, two storylines ran in this particular Family Matters. Uh, Rachel, I think that's her name, was trying to teach little Richie about when you should take credit and when you should not. So she gave him two scenarios. One is a very familiar story. It's Eddie using Steve as usual. I feel like that's a repetitive theme. Yeah, like every other episode. <laughs> Let me say that was a man-hated joke. Uh, yeah, it was kind of a man-hated joke, I guess, but it was quirky. I just thought it was quirky. <laughs> um, but anyhow, we're back to Eddie using Steve. Um, this time he's using them, him to write his English papers. And no one knows that Steve is writing Eddie's papers and Eddie's doing a great job. So his mom's like, hey, why don't you enter this contest? You seem to be such a great writer. And Eddie being Eddie's like, sure. And then Steve just, was behind like, uh, what you mean? Like, sure. <laughs> He's just going to get Steve to do it as he always mm. does. Uh, I feel bad because Eddie continually uses Steve. Like, in and 70% just... of the episodes. Steve's just such, you know, he's just, he's just a good friend. So he's just, he just has a hard time saying no. Yeah. And he was trying to get something out of it. He actually, Eddie yeah. had promised Steve that he could go on a camping trip with him and that other little dude. They be getting Eddie in trouble that I can't remember his name. Um, he had promised that he would take him on the camping trip. And then the tripped out part was Eddie reneged after Steve did the paper and was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, he don't want you to go, and he said, I got to choose between y'all, so I chose him. Like, bruh, really? Yeah, and we Steve, got a box after that, Eddie. Yeah, Steve was like, okay, because he was used to having his feelings hurt, but finally he was like, nah, enough, enough. And he finally stood up for himself, which I'm glad he finally did, because I'm getting tired of Eddie using Steve every week. Steve a nice guy, and um, Steve finally stood up for himself. To yeah, Eddie. Eddie and he always hitting somebody's car or driving something into something or needing some money. And he always go to Steve. Then he never show him no love back. <laughs> None. He'd be like, Steve, hey, I just spent $1,000 on this. Uh, can you give me $1,000? Steve would be like, oh, I just bought a telescope. Yeah, you can't take that back? Like, bruh, you, are, are we friends? Or I'm just, Eddie's super immature, I'm noticing in the series at this point. Like, he's super duper immature and super selfish still he has some really nice heart sweet things that he'll do and he'll be compassionate and caring but on the other side i notice his character is super selfish and uh super self-focused <laughs> and super immature at times but that was the first lesson she was trying to teach him about um taking credit Eddie was taking credit for Steve Steve's work. Eddie won the contest, even though he really didn't win the contest. But finally, at the end, I believe Eddie told the truth because Steve got mad at him and told him, like, bro, you're a terrible friend. Not in those words, as he should have. You know, Laura always be instigating, you know, on, on, the, on the side. Like, 
you're being a bad brother and a bad friend. So that was pretty much the first um, storyline. And then the second one was Carl's stakeout with his boss, Lieutenant <laughs> Murtaugh. I don't, I don't have a good understanding of where Lieutenant Murtaugh came from. He's, uh, he's for starters, he's a terrible, not only lieutenant, he's a terrible cop. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> he's, I don't know how he got to lieutenant. Um, apparently, maybe, I don't know, nepotism is it called? Maybe he knows somebody who knows somebody because he is, he's yeah. terrible at his job. <laughs> he doesn't seem that smart in general. He's strange. Carl Man. asked him, what was his name? Uh, his first name. He said Lieutenant. I changed my name to Lieutenant when I became a Lieutenant. So Lieutenant, Lieutenant. Yeah, and then he said, so what was your name before you came Lieutenant? Became Lieutenant. Sergeant. <laughs> so clearly, he legally changes his name every time he gets a new role. <laughs> 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 so Lieutenant, Lieutenant Murtaugh, I mean, I'm not sure what's happening uh, with Lieutenant Murtaugh. He's definitely not there. He seems like he's been Carl's boss for a little while, but he still doesn't know Carl's name. He got it wrong 40 different times. He doesn't know any of his children's names because he got everybody's names wrong. Tino, do you know the one name he got right? Whose name was that? Rachel. Because it seems that he likes Rachel. I'm about to see it because he, he wants some Rachel. <laughs> yeah, he likes Rachel. So that's the he one say? name he, he got said, I, right. I think I might I might call her or, he or said something. something like that. And he's like, Carl, um, how you think she feel about me? <laughs> Carl had a real good answer. This is probably the same way I feel about you. That was probably the perfect answer. It didn't put him in a yeah. bad position. And Lieutenant Murtaugh don't know that Carl thinks he's stupid. I mean, so they on this stakeout, cheesy stakeout, of course. Dude got the, uh, what they call them, the binoculars backwards. So, yeah. I mean, they just made him overly dumb. He leaves in the middle of the stakeout to go get, what was it, burrito, sushi, Yeah, some food, yeah. Yeah, he leaves. They supposed to stay together during the stakeout. He like, hey, don't tell me how to do things by the book. I help write I'm the book. Boss. Yeah, I'm going to go get food. And, of course, things go down as they do on TV as soon as he leaves. And then the weird thing was he comes back. I guess turning off the lights made all the difference in the world because apparently when he came back, you know, and turned on the lights, that blew their cover. I'm like, how close? So y'all looking with binoculars. How close are y'all to this location? Because just turning on the lights, they were able to find y'all. Y'all in an apartment. I thought okay. they were in like apartment high rise complex. Even if they were, that could make sense though. Because you got to think they have uh, like the camera set up, you know, sticking out the window and stuff like that. So if it is dark outside and at nighttime, most well, of the lights in true. the apartment complex will be off. So you just that's, see one light go off probably like well what is that and then you just see stuff sticking out that's they just good. start lighting them up <laughs> but it seemed like they were kind of far away if they were looking with binoculars i mean yeah. but maybe maybe not maybe maybe not and i thought they were kind of in a high rise but they may not have been in a high rise either either way that light got them shot up almost uh because the criminals yeah. they were they not good playing. Aim. yeah they were yeah, not they, playing at all that's a good aim <laughs> they were hitting all things at least in the window area uh so 
the nice thing that Carl did, which was pretty much why they called this episode Taking Credit, he, when the media came, obviously Lieutenant Murtaugh, who Tino, you know, has shared with us, is terrible at his job, um, has done a terrible job on this stakeout, but he's trying to get through this interview at the end, and Carl didn't even throw him under the bus. He not only yeah, did not... It, uh, go ahead. That was refer- uh, Rachel's... Uh, that was, you know, she she gave her two her two scenarios, and that scenario was when not to take credit. But honestly, I would have took credit because I would not have gave Lieutenant Lieutenant that credit for that. He need to be off the force and like not nah, not getting credit for all the work I did. Well, what's funny was he was trying to get, I think, a promotion or something yeah. or something. He's some story he told about him trying on, I think, his boss's uniform. Lieutenant Murtaugh is weird. I don't know. I don't know. He just altogether weird, but I think he had got caught trying on his boss's uh, attire or something crazy like that. So, yeah, he was trying to get a promotion, I think. Carl didn't want him to yep. get fired. He deserves to be fired, definitely, because he's bad at policing, and he would probably get other yeah. people killed. I think Carl is a sergeant, so he knows what to do, but he's probably getting people on the force uh, <laughs> into trouble. Yeah, cause- he almost got Carl uh, KO'd, yeah. so... <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit of an issue. So, yeah, that's something to think about. But Carl took the super-duper humble road. He gave his boss credit, and he didn't throw him under the bus for doing the wrong thing. So, he went that extra mile. Uh, Shout-out to Carl. I'm working on being more like Carl. I don't think I'm there yet. I don't uh, think I'll ever be there. <laughs> those were the two examples of taking when to take the credit, and I guess when not to take the credit. Uh, those were pretty much this week's episode. Again, that was episode twenty and twenty-one. What's up? Was that a Steveless episode? Um, no, because Steve? Steve was writing the papers for Eddie. Oh, yep, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yep. Yeah, we don't really, we don't really have Steveless episodes anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> yeah, dog. That's when he went off on Eddie finally, as he should have. Um, but anyways, those were those two episodes, episode 20, 21. And then if you weren't here with us earlier, we did Martin, two episodes of that, the Halloween episode. Um, and I can't remember what the other one was. Oh, baby, it's cold in here, episodes 9 and 10. So next week, we have what, episode 10 and 11 for Martin? No, uh, I mean, 11, 11 and 12. Yeah, 11 and 12 for Martin. Mm-hmm. And then... Yeah, so Mar- Martin, next week, we have, what, uh, 11 and 12, which you can catch on. I've actually found it. If you simply type in Martin Season 1, Episode 10, like, there's free sites that I don't know if they're illegal or not. They're but probably not because they don't come up for me. That's what I'm saying, because usually that legal site, you got to dig into them, but I don't know. But, yeah, like, if you search in uh, just Martin Episode yada yada usually like nine times out of ten it comes up, at least for the first few episodes, for those who still are looking for somewhere to watch it. Uh, but yeah, you can catch Martin season season one episode eleven and twelve uh, on whatever platform. There another option is buying CD the discs uh, and checking with your cable provider like on demand Xfinity. Yeah, on I know they have a couple seasons on there. So uh, and then we have Family Matters season two episodes twenty two and twenty three. And I think uh, we only got a few more episodes before season two of Family Matters is finished up. Oh yeah, we'll have to see. Uh... How many are left? Because, yeah, if we're in the 20s, there can't be that many more. Maybe 23, 24. Yeah. I think at the most, most, maybe 25. I don't think very many shows run past 25 episodes. But we have to look at that and see. Um, But I believe we do. I think I look. We do at least have another week. um, Okay. But we'll check and and see to verify that. But, yeah. 
Regardless, uh, yeah, you can catch Family Matters on Hulu, which 89.9% of y'all got, because most of y'all got Sprint. If you got Sprint, you got Hulu for free. Mm. I don't even think that promotion is valid anymore, but we still going to run with it. I don't think it, it is facts. either, but I just think you like saying oh, yeah. it, so I'm going to let you keep saying it, especially since Sprint is I, T-Mobile now, and I think they offer Netflix yeah. instead. Yeah, Netflix. I was going to say that. Yep, yeah, Netflix. So we, who knows? Hopefully, we're going to have to find a show they got on Netflix now we can use it. Hopefully, they put Saved by the Bell back on there. It so, are we just following Sprint, T-Mobile everywhere they go? I mean, is this yeah, what's we happening just, here? I don't, I don't no facts. We're going with the flow. Oh, okay. I, I wasn't sure. I saw Let's that. Go with the flow. <laughs> that changed got, up a little bit. <laughs> I got an idea, actually. What we should start doing every week is what show do we think was better for the two episodes? Oh, okay. Yeah. We could so, like, either, that. you know, either Martin would be what two, you know, combination of two episodes were better for, you know, for each week. We should. Uh, so, for this week, Martin funnier the halloween episode was probably the funniest even though they was doing way too much and i ain't doing 90 percent of the stuff they was doing in that episode mm-hmm. that one was hilarious I yeah think, of the two i think i would have to go i would have to go with the martin set as well in terms of not only funnier but just what i enjoyed more is definitely the martin ones oh yeah and i was just picking between the two episodes of martin because i actually liked the uh family matters the serious episode i mean so i like each okay. episode for totally different reasons. So I like the first episode better in Family Matters series of the two we watch Family Matters, and then I like the second second episode that we watch in the series of Martin between the four. Okay. So yeah, that was that. Anyhow, before we get out of here, um, can we talk about these ugly Ooh, black we got some, orbs? Some, we got some orbs heat in the over here for y'all today. So I've I, seen studio, these, I'm pretty these sure you feel cannot familiar. guess what these are. These uh, these feel very familiar. I feel like I've seen these in like white or no. like beiges or like some type of lighter color. They still had um, cottage cheese holes in them. Um, uh, I smell a hater talking. So we they do were still have... very foamy. <laughs> we do have oh good. So we do have some Yeezy foam runners here. Oh foam runner. So these released this foam. past week. Uh, not too long ago. This is just a different colorway. If you guys remember, I did have a different colorway of these on. They were white. This is a navy blue colorway. Oh, I thought they were and black. Studio, this is, if you guys don't know, this is one of Studio's favorite shoes that I've had on the podcast. In so an far. alternate universe, they're my favorite shoes to talk about because they give me plenty of talking points. Okay. I think they're horrendous. <laughs> um, I thought they were actually black, but they're actually navy blue. Yes, but oh. they look black, honestly, in person, too. Okay, yeah. This might be black. They were horrible in the other color, and I believe they're equally horrible um, also in navy blue. So if you like horrible, foamy uh, shoes with holes in them that don't really look like shoes, um, I don't know what to say about these, as I wasn't really sure last time. I can vouch for studio. These are are hideous. (laughs) I would, I would, these would not touch my feet. I say that now, but like me being so in the big game, I feel like eventually I will have a pair of these. But these are hideous. <laughs> I think this is the only. I think this is only the second pair of shoes think, that you said that think, for, and the first pair was the exact them. same shoe, but in the other I color. Think, I think Larry likes them. I'm gonna have to get him a pair. Okay, so um, Larry said, "What are both of you all's favorite shoes?" I think Larry Tino said, "Larry's are the what is sea foam foam runners, Yeezy foam <laughs> runners." <laughs> Mine, I would have to say, I'm really at the moment. I love Vapor Max at the moment. I'm not a big okay. shoe person, but I really, really love the look of certain Vapor Max shoes and the feel of the Nike Vapor Max. 
Okay. Uh, my favorite shoes right now would have to be Yeezy 350s. Uh, I'll have to have some some of those on sometime soon for you guys. Yeezy 350. I'm going to have to. You're going to have to show me those because I don't think I even know what they are. Let's see if I can look real quick. Yeezy 350. I feel like, yes. uh, what was that movie? Let's see, like 433. Three. Oh, those. I no saw idea. those. I saw you. Yeah, those are nice. The Wiz, those I think. The movie. Really comfortable. Oh, yeah, I remember. You had those on before, didn't you? Yeah, I wear them like every day. Okay. Yeah, I do remember those. Mine are black. I think I've gotten used to them. I don't really like those either, but I have gotten used to you uh, and some other people wearing them. Um, yeah. I believe I always see you and Josh, uh, JG, both wear those okay. type of Yeezys. Yeah, they're um, real. You know, I, I know really like them. <laughs> but he yeah, they're real popular. Yeah, I don't really like them, uh, but I've gotten used to seeing you guys wearing them. Uh, that's all I can really say about those. Yeah. Um, okay. The it's ones bad. in your I'll hand, you however... Right. So, uh, what do you think retail for you? First of all, would you wear these? No. <laughs> what do you think retail is? I wouldn't even wear those around the house. I don't see where you would wear those ever. <laughs> retail retail. Oh, you told me, and I can't remember. Were they like $80? Yeah, so retail, like 85 bucks, okay. uh, 80 bucks, somewhere around there. And then, uh, yeah, the they're 80 ones. bucks. And then, what do you think resell is? Oh, man, what was it? Was it like um, 120 Resell? 125 So you think these have $40 profit? Yeah. Okay, I no, resell have... is more like, they're like 250 What? Closer to 300 What? These. I was going to yeah. go negative. Like, resale oh, no. should be $10. Nah. Anything ugly, and it's, if it's invented by Kanye, money. I really wanted to say retail was $80 and resale was $10. No, for those. not at all. I just feel like they should and, lose. You should pay and, me to look at those on your feet. <laughs> so the, these actually might be like black. It's the colorway is mineral blue, but they do look very black. So Larry or anybody cool. else in the chat, let us know what your favorite shoes are. If y'all don't know if this is your first time joining us, Tino is the shoe man. If you need a shoe, Tino probably has it in real life yes. so hit him up I, you realize he has really nice shoes and ugly shoes so i mean any type see. you're looking for uh he probably has them from jordan to i have an unlimited supply ugly of these shoes, and i will throw like them to you for hand. the nice deal five hundred dollars so five hundred wow for foamy cheese grater whole shoes <laughs> you know i'm always asking tino for shoes but then we come to weeks like this and i don't even want <laughs> if he gave them i wouldn't even want them which is rare when he shows shoes i would take almost every shoe that he's shown on this show these i would not i would just like him to keep them to himself the white ones and the navy blue ones you can keep those uh and go ahead and sell them actually you know what? i take that back i would take them if oh, they sell no, for 500 dollars or 250 or whatever you said actually i will take them i, I take that back um you already told on yourself. I need You're not something to wear shoes. around the house um, oh, uh -huh. to be comfortable yeah. with. Around um, the house. Yeah, any size so because will, around the I house it doesn't matter. Day or anything. Um, you won't see them. <laughs> <laughs> probably you probably won't see them uh, after a week after having them either, huh? Um, um, see what had happened was like. Oh, so, okay. I mean, if you if you wanted to still you know part with them yeah. i feel bad for them 
that uh-huh. I talked about them. So I would like to give gotcha. them a home because I talked about them. That's all. Okay. okay. That's I don't, want the, gotcha. I don't want the shoes to, you know, feel lonely or bad. So if you have some extra ones that you just need to get rid of, yeah, you know. Yeah, I got some. You size like an eight or? That's cool. Right? Yeah. Okay. That's cool. I'm, remember, I'm just going to write on the bottom, not for a resale. Just so, you know, the person you sell them. Actually, I'm going to write like fake. So the person you you know, so just so you won't be tempted That's cool. To sell I think them. we talked about that last time. Then I'm like, oh, I got these from um Tino the Shoe Man. Oh, no. But I found out they was no. fake. All right. Yeah, no, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all know these are just jokes. Tino shoes all 100% legit. And yeah, them, them boys be fire. The, the majority of them are fire. Yeezys. I'm just personally not a fan. I ain't mad at nobody who does like them. They just not my cup of anything. Tea, coffee, soda, juice, water. They're just not my cup of anything. You got I, shoes everywhere, y'all. I'm just, I just got some right next to me just sitting Those there. are cool. I think See, I reviewed these a couple weeks ago. You like these, didn't you? Yeah, I'd rather have those than the ones you got on today. Those yeah, Are those are kid nice. size? Those look small. Yeah, these are like, these are tiny. Oh, I think these I are know. size like three and a half. Oh, so you, you used to sell kids shoes too? Yeah. All sizes, grade school, men's, women's. Oh, okay. All well, sizes. That's what's up. Oh, okay, good to good to know. Tino, the non-discriminating shoe man. He only discriminates against you if you don't have money. Um, however, hundred <laughs> percent that. <laughs> For sure. That's, that's the only discrimination he really participates in. Anyhow, I think that's pretty much today's episode. Tino, anything else we need to uh, talk to the people about no, before no. we get out of here? No, I think we out. Go enjoy your day. I think I'm about to hit up Popeyes and Burger King. Go do a chicken sandwich comparison. Why would, okay, both of those. You feel like you need yeah, both. Yeah, Burger King just those. came out with a new Burger, chicken sandwich. Okay, so, uh, so the chicken sandwich I had it once. Still it going. was disgusting, but okay. I heard a lot of good reviews, so I'm going to go try it again. Maybe I just ate at a bad Burger King. Oh, you didn't believe your own taste buds. You need to go. No. <laughs> See, you're on a chicken exactly. sandwich run. You were still on this last week, so you're still in the chicken sandwich right. flow. Okay, right. okay. Well, I didn't I, like it, but other people did. So maybe I was in the wrong and oh, I need to okay. go retry it, you know. Interesting. So not just the other right. one. You need to retry this one and add another no. one to the fold. Okay, okay. Right. Well, you let go, me know well, how that goes. It to, the, to the top dog, Popeye's is like the king of chicken sandwich. I've never had so a Popeye's go chicken that. sandwich. So I, you got to get one. I just still have not had one. I'll buy you one one of these days. Okay. You know I take free food, so I mean, <laughs> I, I'm not sure I've ever turned down free, free food too often, so hey, I'll just wait on you. Anyhow, thank y'all for joining us. Please like, subscribe, all that good stuff. You can catch us on the go wherever you find podcasts, and with that, unless Tino, you have something else, thank you everybody, and we will Yo. see you next time. Peace. Peace.